Hey, Frontier Church, welcome to our seventh week of Saturdays in the Spirit. And um, guys, I'm excited this week. I'm excited because tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. is our prayer gathering as a church at Noche. And we're doing, actually, we're doing two weeks of prayer gatherings. And each week will look just a little bit different. And, and I really believe this. This is the perfect way for us to end phase two and launch into phase three of our relaunch strategy. So here's, here's how I'm thinking about these two prayer gatherings. They're the capstone project for the quarantine season, right? Throughout this entire quarantine season, it's been really apparent to Frontier Church's leaders that God desires to shape and deepen our spirituality, so we've been, we've been following God in this. We've been doing Saturdays in the Spirit to shape and deepen our spirituality. On Sunday mornings even, during phase two, we've included contemplative and more open-ended prayer in our liturgy. That's to shape and deepen our spirituality. And even though we didn't plan out our Holy Spirit sermon series specifically for the quarantine season, that, that happened by God's sovereignty, not our planning. That sermon series shaped and deepened our spirituality. So it's just really clear to me, guys, that God's been doing something different in our church during this season. Honestly, something's up. God's got something up his sleeve. There's something cooking in God's kitchen. So before we launch into phase three of our relaunch strategy, where we get back to church as normal with our regular Sunday gatherings and 40-minute expository sermons, before we go there, man, we just want to lean into what God is doing by holding two prayer services. And guys, we've never done something like this before as a young church, but I'm convinced that now, now is the time to take this risk. So tonight's Saturday in the Spirit is a prayer for taking prayer seriously tomorrow. I'll walk us through four specific prayers. First, preparing our hearts to pray, not perform tomorrow. Second, preparing our hearts to see ourselves as contributors not consumers tomorrow. Third, preparing us to pray tomorrow in freedom, not fear. And fourth, preparing us to experience tomorrow as transformative, not trite. So guys, my, my hope tomorrow is that you'll walk through No Chase front doors already soaking and sopping with prayer. So before we start praying, let me just share how Chloe and I practice Saturdays in the Spirit. Guys, we wait until we put Della and Russell to bed. Then we, we totally get comfy and sit on the couch with our Bibles and our journals open. And then when we pray through Saturdays in the Spirit, during the breathing room sections of the prayer, we just kind of furiously scribble our prayers down in our journals. And then once it's done afterwards, we just share with one another what God spoke to us during the prayer time. So that's the way that we do it. You guys do, do with that what you will. A lot of you guys are millennials, so you're not even going to listen. You're just going to do it your own way anyways. And that's great. Go get them. But as we launch into our prayer tonight, simply ask God the Father to pour out a special manifestation of the Holy Spirit on you right now. You are always in the presence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But begin to ask the Holy Spirit to grant you a deeper awareness of this reality. Right here, right now.
So we're going to start by asking the Lord to help us pray, not perform tomorrow. And we'll really need the Holy Spirit to do this for our church for very unique reasons. One of the beauties of our church is that we have a really, really high view of the scriptures. We love the Bible. We love truth. We love theology. We love doctrine. But one of the unintended side effects that can happen if we're not careful is that people feel like they have to perform around Frontier. Right? Like if they don't pray the exact right thing or say the exact right thing, then they're going to be struck dead by some theologian. And so rather than speaking from the heart, you just kind of feel tempted to speak from a script. Guys, church doesn't have to be like this for you tomorrow. Jesus died for all the errors and all the mistakes that you will ever make in your entire life. So when we pray tomorrow, I want to encourage you to be free from that temptation to perform. If you spend all your time and energy and focus on trying to not say the wrong thing, then you'll actually spend more of your energy on grammar than on God. That's crazy. You're not a performer. You're a prayer warrior. You are a clay pot that the Holy Spirit has broken. And so tomorrow morning, ask the Holy Spirit to move freely through you in prayer the same way that water might flow freely out of a cracked pot. So spend this next moment asking the Lord to help you pray, not perform, tomorrow morning. So let's pray a little deeper together right now. And we're going to do this by asking God to prepare our hearts to see ourselves as contributors, not consumers. Here's a Bible verse in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26. Paul describes the Sunday gathering of the church by saying, What then, brothers? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue or interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. <laughs> How different is the Bible's vision for church than the Western world's vision for church? Most of us view the church no different than the way that we view the shopping mall. We spend 10% of our incomes on tithing, and so we come to church hoping to consume little Christian products like we're taking products from a mall. A nice little message, a rock show to watch, and after a completely and totally anonymous experience with strangers, it's time to go home and keep living my life the same way as I did before. That's consumerism. That's not the Bible's vision for church. Again, what then, brothers? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. 
God wants you to see tomorrow as an opportunity for you to contribute, guys. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to spend time behind the microphone. It doesn't. But if you don't view every Sunday morning as an opportunity to contribute to the church, to build up the church, to offer something to the church, then you don't get it. So ask right now. Ask God to help you see yourself as a contributor, not a consumer, tomorrow morning. So, here's the most difficult prayer tonight. We're going to transition into praying for God to prepare us to pray tomorrow in freedom, not fear. Tomorrow morning at the Jazz Club, after we sing a few worship songs, we're going to leave, a, we're going to leave an open microphone at the front of the room. And when you look at that open microphone tomorrow morning, you might be struck by fear. Oh my gosh, what if... What if somebody gets behind the microphone and prays something crazy? <laughs> or what if nobody gets behind the microphone? Or even worse, what if the Holy Spirit leads you to get behind the microphone and share a prayer? If any of those fears feel legitimate to you, take a moment to examine them, guys. Look at them. Here's one Bible verse that you can preach at all of these fears. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Do you believe that? God gave me a spirit not of fear. God gave me a spirit not of fearing the thought of praying the wrong thing. God gave me a spirit not of of fearing what other people think about my prayer, of fearing about how other people might misunderstand my prayer, that's not the spirit that God has given you, and that's not who you are tomorrow morning. And the reason why fear is so offensive to the living God is because it, it totally blocks your ability to focus and listen to Him. So the reason why you should ask God to give you a spirit of freedom and not fear tomorrow morning is because fearlessness frees up your attention and your focus and your zeal to be given 100% to God. Fearlessness helps ensure that our focus is, hey, what is God thinking right now? And not, what are people thinking right now? So just begin to settle into this prayer. God, prepare me to pray in freedom tomorrow, not fear. In fact, God, what might my worship look like tomorrow morning if I were completely free from fear of man? God, who might I become 
in our prayer gathering tomorrow morning if I prayed in freedom and boldness and faith, who are you making me into? And here's the last prayer for tonight. Pray that the Holy Spirit would make tomorrow morning transformative, not trite. Transformative, not trite. The temptation is going to be to look back on these two weeks of our prayer services and kind of just think, well, that was cool. But my hope is that these two Sunday mornings permanently shape our church. Three weeks from now, when we're singing together on a Sunday morning, I want us to sing more prayerfully as a result of this Sunday. Three months from now, when you're listening to a sermon, I want us to engage with that sermon more prayerfully as a result of this Sunday. Three days from now, when your kid snaps at you or throws the 100th scrap of food off of the table or hypothetically bites his younger sister, hypothetically, of course, when those things happen, I want us to be able to confront those moments more prayerfully as a result of this Sunday morning. That's what we mean when we're asking God to help us experience tomorrow as transformative, not trite. Help us, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so church, here's what tomorrow's going to look like at a practical level. At 10 a.m. when you walk through the door, we're going to hook you up with a prayer journal. Everybody coming in gets their hands on a prayer journal. You can take that thing home. And then the first 20 minutes of Sunday morning is going to be a coffee hour. A couple liters, we're going to be making pour over coffee. So make sure to bring your own mug to eliminate the spread of germs. But the, the don't, this this pour over coffee, this, this, this coffee hour, these 20 minutes aren't throwaway minutes. Man, use this time to catch up with somebody from church. Use this time to engage in community. Use this time to tell a joke and laugh with people. Use this time to pray with one another. This time is actually spiritually strategic. When we do transition into our prayer gathering, we want communities to set the tone, right? 
We want to make sure that we don't view our prayer gathering as a performance. So by spending that first 20 minutes just laughing together and talking together and, of course, chugging some coffee, we're, uh, it's a liturgy for reminding ourselves that we're a family. And then after those 20 minutes, we'll, we'll call you to worship and we're going to sing a few worship songs and open up the microphone. Now, when we open up the microphone, guys, you just got to pray according to the unique leadership and, and leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. Tune in to the Holy Spirit. But here's a suggestion, okay, if you don't know where to start. When we transition into open mic prayer, I suggest beginning by writing your prayers in a journal. Some of you don't know how. Some of you don't know where to start in prayer. And if that's you, we totally get it. So we'll be rotating a few Bible verses on the TV screen kind of as kind of as prayer prompts or prayer cards because this is just a great starting point for those of us who don't have a starting point. Just look at the Bible verse and just start thinking and praying and meditating and writing about it. And then if you experience that moment, if the Holy Spirit leads you to share a prayer with our church, do it. You can read it from your journal or you can just pray it out loud. It doesn't matter. There's not a right or wrong way to do this. But remember, a spirit of freedom, not fear. Don't you dare pray. Don't you dare fear praying the wrong way or saying the wrong thing. Guys, we've got a deep and wide safety net at this church. We've got a huge ministry of biblical theology in this church. So I, I promise you, you won't, be, you won't hurt our church by accidentally saying or praying the wrong thing. Okay, that shouldn't even be on your mind. Just pray your guts out by following the Holy Spirit. God's got this. God's sovereign. God's got it. So, <laughs> you guys excited? Man, you know I'm excited. I'm even a little giddy right now. So come through those doors tomorrow morning, ready to engage in deep prayer and to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. I love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10.